This is Banging on the Drum. Welcome to episode 14 of Banging on the Drum. The end of the Sundrop playoff challenge is here. And we have two losers, so it actually turned out um, better than I even could have expected that it would happen because I didn't even know until the game was over that we could have have a tie for last place. But but other than that, uh, no guests this week, so maybe a shorter episode. We'll see how it goes. We're going to do overs, unders, spicy meatballs, sundrop challenge recap, then the Wisconsin Minute with some bucks and six and our new segment, the hypothetical question of the day. So let's just get into it right away and we'll go to overs and unders and see if any of the students are prepared this week. Does anyone want to raise their hand? I can go. So uh, I had a real good like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So Wednesday night, I play poker till like two o'clock in the morning. I don't lose money. I don't really. So I shouldn't say that. I lost seven bucks. We we're playing cash games. I lost seven bucks. That's more than like worth my time. Right. So maybe what did I say? Two o'clock, one o'clock. But um, so not like, too late. Two o'clock would have made it a bad. So I probably didn't get to bed till two. Right. So I was in, I was in the next town over play only lost seven bucks. I'm really happy with that. Sit down, play cards all night, fucking lose seven bucks. I Where are you doing that. that at? Like a friend's house or like? Yeah, my uh, so my buddy owns like a church, an old church. So we gamble in this old church. It's probably going to send me straight to hell. But, <laughs> you know, uh, that's the way life goes sometimes. So he owns this old church. They play cards kind of frequently. He invites me over there to take my money every now and again. This time he didn't take very much of it, which is perfect. And then. Uh, Thursday night, I went skiing and we went to like this new hill that we haven't been to. Um, it's called Devil's Head down in south of Baraboo. Uh, it was a very good hill. It was like perfect. Um, best hill I've been on for sure, but I haven't been like anywhere special or nothing, just around the area. And then Friday night, I went tubing out at McCoy. So we did tubing. So all week we were just doing like some kind of crazy shit. And so that's my over is I had like an awesome Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then my on uh, my under is that Saturday was fucking terrible. So uh we're like farting terrible. Farting terrible, farting terrible. I think that even your mother and Riley's mother and my mother would accept the F word <laughs> on this terribleness. I'm being a hundred so. I think they'd accept it. Maybe not. So we're cleaning the house up. And then uh, about 1030, my dog has like a massive, massive seizure. And he's like 16. And so we had to put him down on Saturday. So it's real bad day. That, yeah, that's like the most awful under I could imagine. Well, there's, wor- there's worse unders. There's worse unders, but they're, that's up there, right? So like family members died. I mean, not that Rude wasn't a family member, but like human family members dying would be the only thing that i put up there right off the top of my head damn yeah sorry to hear about that 16 yeah, though you said so i mean so we don't know for sure we had him for 10 years so we got him 2012 um probably in like three weeks 
in 2012. So we know for sure he was 10. They said he was six plus when we got him. So, but yeah, he was kind of like an underdog story. I remember when you first got him, we were trying to, like you and I were trying to start like a running thing. Like we're like, okay, we're, we're going to start running. And you're like, oh, I can't bring my dogs. They have like heartworm or, or yeah. something. And like, I just remember like we used to like, get all ready for these runs and we'd like run to the end of the street and back and it was a mile and we'd be like yeah, we'd be dying that that's right <laughs> like i couldn't even like i run quite a bit now but it's just funny to me looking back like how we just thought it was like so healthy to like go out there and run a mile which it is but like it's better than running zero Right. That's, that's true but like but like today i, mean, I just went for three miles on the trip it's no, just fun yeah that's how i remembered your dog at first was yeah from yeah uh, not being able to run with us yeah so he probably actually was pretty lucky that he didn't die that first year that we had right you have heartworm most dogs die and both my dogs survived it so they did all right that's a uh, good run you guys are good dog owners keep your dogs i don't think i've ever had a dog go past 10 yeah but you've always had bigger dogs right so my dogs are pretty small uh yeah i guess now that i think of it maybe my our wiener dog lived to like 11 but still wasn't six definitely wasn't 16 yeah and so like we don't know what like how old he was for sure but we know that he wasn't a newborn pup you know what I mean? Yeah, he had to definitely. I mean, I remember seeing your dog. He had to be like at least like three, four, five. Yeah, and I'm, and I think that uh, vets can do a good enough job. Like, I think they'll give you a, in a year ballpark. Like, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know how old my dog is because I found her on the street, but the like the vet said from her like teeth, teeth or something, they could could tell that she was right around a year when I found her. So, and it seems right. She's, she's seven now, still pretty spunky. You stole some kid's dog. (laughs) I didn't steal it. So it's, it's a, I don't know. I'll try to make a long story very short. So like I was at Fort Campbell, Kentucky driving down the road. My mom came to watch me graduate a school from there. So as my mom and I were riding down the road and we see this little dog stop because it's like next to a busy road, pick this dog up, take it to the pound. We get to the pound and the pound's like, hey, do you just want to keep this dog? It's PCS season and people just leave their dogs. So like if someone's PCS into like German, it's shitty. It's like super yeah. shitty. And I was like, no, there's no way I'm going to take this dog. So I was like, I think it was on a Friday and I graduated on a Tuesday. And I was like, I'll come back Tuesday, and if the dog's still here, then I'll take it. And I came back Tuesday, and the dog was still there. So. Nice. Well, I don't that's, think that's, that's pretty cool. Nope, I don't think so either. I think that's a pretty cool dog. It, yeah. That is, like, one of the crappiest things I've heard, right? That, like, soldiers are just, like, ditching their dogs. Yeah, you think they would just try to find someone to take it in because, like, I get, I get it. There's certain circumstances. I couldn't imagine doing it. Like, even if right. I got, like, I'm guard, so I'm not going to ever get forced to go over to, like, a PCS, like, two-year tour to England or Germany or anything. I would love to do it, but 
I would find a way to bring my dogs. Like I know there's a way. Like I know a guy who just got back from England. I say just got back, but when I met him, he had just got back from England and he had dogs. So I mean, I never asked him how the process went, but I know he had a dog over there. And yeah, now he left it over there. But all right. You got any more? No, go that's that. a- that's yeah, sorry, was... sorry about your dog, Mike. That sucks. Yeah, that's awful. It, uh, you're sorry right. about that, Riley. Are you ready? Yeah. Um. So my over. I had a pretty. You guys always start with why didn't you go with the bad news first, Mike, and then lead to the good news? Sorry, I interrupted Riley. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want people to get too excited about my good news. You know? <laughs> I had to keep them keep them even. Humble oh, them. Yeah, so my over, I don't know, pretty good week. Had a good Valentine's Day uh, yesterday. Yes, I don't know. Valentine's Day was my dog's first birthday, actually, so I got to celebrate that. Football may be over, which is my under, I, but I, we also have, like, March Madness coming up. Good week, good over. So, And then under, like I said, is football being done. So it's pretty, your dog's actual birthday was valentine's so like you he was born valentine's day and then you got him like a month later however long no so this is a interesting story how we got him actually so we were looking for a dog for a while this was uh seven five months ago seven months ago somewhere around there and we were looking for a dog and we found a dog in Waco, which is an hour and a half from us, south of us. So we we go to pick him up. We get there. It was a scam. So we lost our money, whatever. And we we're on our way back. And Paige happened to see this dog that was in our neighborhood or something. Like they were on the neighborhood app, which is a neighborhood app where people communicate. <laughs> Good the, explanation. Uh, I, I, that, like, that. I, like, uh, I understand exactly what it is. Well, it's pretty, <laughs> it's like a social networking. It's like a Facebook, but like location wise, like it's based on your location. I think, I don't know. Yeah, they they were on a neighborhood app. So it's like a, a neighborhood <laughs> app. <laughs> there you go. I, I didn't know how to explain it. I don't know. I'm, but anyways, uh, we picked him up that same day at a Taco Bell for free. And oh, damn. We thought it was definitely like a scam, like he was going to die on us or something. Take him to the vet, perfect health. So, yeah, we kind of lucked out there. It looks like you guys treated him good on his birthday. Seen some pictures. Yeah. He's more spoiled than anyone else. So cute little shit. All right, I'll roll into mine. I can't even remember what mine is. Oh, so my under for the week has just been things that I think should be like very easy to get done, just being like overcomplicated. I've had so many instances this week, but I'm going to keep it short and sweet. So I need to get a flu shot just for, I don't know, I don't give a shit about the flu shot, but like the military tells you, oh, you need a flu shot to stay green on everything or whatever. And I've been trying to get a flu shot and it is just been a pain in the ass. Like granted, I was a little cheap today because I finally got an appointment and they were like, Oh, 
well, your insurance says this. And since I switched to orders because of this, just like overcomplication of shit, like just give me a flu shot and it's going to get paid for. But anyways, straightened it out, should get a flu shot tomorrow. But the overcomplication of just shit that doesn't need to be complicated. I, I feel like you can, mind. I feel like you can just go to like CVS and they just jab you with one without even asking questions. Exactly. Like <laughs> that's wild. So, so I am. So there's, you the, could probably get three or four. <laughs> yeah. And so there, it was at Publix and there's a sign in front of me that says free flu shots. And the guy asked me if I have insurance and I tell him the insurance that I have. And he's like, oh, it looks like they stopped your coverage. Um, were you on active duty orders anytime recently? And I was like, somewhat recently, but not like super recently. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, the, without this, it's going to be $52. And I'm looking at a sign that says free flu shots. Like, so I just didn't get it. But whatever, I'm not big enough to have an asshole to like stand there and figure out why. So I was like, oh, his job probably sucks enough for whatever, for whatever reason. That that should be one of my New Year's resolutions to advocate for myself more. But when I hear no, I'm just usually kind of like, oh, okay, like <laughs> that, that, that'll work for me. But anyways, my over for the week. We crushed Valentine's Day, got uh, massages on the day before Valentine's Day. Story later to come with that. Interesting experience there. But yeah, and then I had my reservations in for Valentine's Day. So last year, I thought I was going to get a place that didn't take reservations and whatever kind of blew up in my face. We ended up going to just like a shitty uh, Mexican. It was good food, but like just a crappy looking Mexican Taco place. Bell? It was, yeah, it was on par with that. Like um, <laughs> other than you like sat down and they brought you out the food, but like uh, ambiance wise, it was Taco Bell. And we were like in nice clothes, like sitting there. Whatever, but this time got reservations way beforehand. Great time. So over, and then we're having guests uh come into town this week. So we got a good week brewing. Our first visitors in Tallahassee are coming. So from there, we are rolling into spicy meatballs. And we will start with whoever wants to start. I got a few spicy meatballs. Um, I think one's pretty spicy. The other two are just my thoughts in general. I feel like let's end with the spiciest ones. Okay. So apparently mine is fairly spicy, but I'll give you guys my first one about European Uh city. Right. So we talked, so we had a text that said something about the NFL going to Frankfurt. Is that correct? Frankfurt? Munich, I think. Munich. Someplace. Doesn't matter. Someplace over across and I think that the NFL should take week nine of the regulars or week eight of the regular season and put 16 games in, in Europe all over the continent and then take week nine. Everybody gets their buy-in. So you go over, you play 
you play 16 games, you play it in London, you play one in Paris, you play one in Munich, I don't know, Rome, wherever, right? You play them all over the continent of Europe, all in one week. Everybody plays over there, so nobody gets an extra home game. Nobody gets an extra away game. It's just a Europe week. And I don't know if that's a spicy meatball or just like a thought. It's just a good idea. Yeah. No, I I like that a lot. Yeah. We should call Roger Goodell up with that one. Because that way everybody gets the same amount of home and away games. Everybody gets their bye week at the same time. So Mm -hmm. there's no advantage when the bye week falls. The downfall of that plan is that you have an entire week in the middle of the NFL season without football. Yeah, I think so. I guess you'd lose some money there, but I think there's probably like a creative thing that you could do during that week. Pro so, Bowl? No, you not wouldn't do a real Pro Bowl, though. All star game. Like you might just do like your skills challenge. Yeah, yeah. Right. Something like, like I don't know if a real Pro Bowl is like worth anything at all. Yeah, that, yeah. You not even do it. See, I think you would just make it in a week. Like where you could sacrifice football, because as big like I love that there's football every week, but it, it would actually kind of be nice mid season if there was a weekend where you didn't have to plan one of your days around watching football. I love yeah. the idea, Mike. I think that's that's a money maker right there because I think <laughs> yeah, you could just so expand it to like even more because like yeah. when I was. In Brazil, like I met one football fan, so I guess maybe not a big market, but you could have games like in South America as well. I'm sure you could find 16 venues and just spread the game that way. I don't know. I mean, so for sure in Europe, if you can sign the contracts with the countries, like you like for sure have, because you had all the NFL Europe cities, and then you probably have more on top, right? So like Amsterdam, London, Paris. Rome, and then there's like the Western, the Eastern block that there's going to be things. You'd have like Moscow. There's got to be something like Oslo, um, Netherlands, or something like that. There's plenty of big cities, at least as big as Green Bay in Europe, oh. that they could go to. Yeah, probably way bigger. Like, and that have bigger soccer stadiums that you could yeah. take. They've gone to like Sweden, Japan, Germany. Canada, Spain, Mexico, Ireland, Australia, China. Like, there's tons of markets that uh, they've been to before that would definitely take them. Yeah, uh, preseason stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. In the history, yes. Since, like, the 90s, I think. Yeah. So, I just think, like, you just take the whole that that week, and then everybody gets their bye week next. And then nobody can bitch, like, we're not going to go. Like, the Packers always say, we're not going to go. Right. Because they they're like sellout rate, like they've never had to take a like a blackout for the TV stuff. So they are a team that kind of has some power and saying we're not going to go overseas. And that's why we haven't seen. them. So I'm not sure exactly why that is, but the Packers are definitely not giving up a home game to go over there. Yeah, I was going to say and I was watching a video, I feel like a month ago. Teams, the Packers, I think, would lose up to like 15 million if they were to choose like a home game to go over to England they, or the, or maybe it's the town of Green Bay would lose 15 yeah. million from something like that. But 
And then having a bye week, all the teams do a bye week at the same time. I mean, European so- European soccer does it all the time with like international games. Like the whole league will be off for a weekend or two. So I mean, it's it's definitely possible. So yeah, I don't think that it would ruin the league being off for no. a week. No, well, I just put it in like a random week in like November or December. Uh, what what week is usually week eight? So so you start in mid like the second week in September. So it'd be early November. Yeah, like the first week in November or something. Second week in first or second week in November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One second. Let me fact check what week eight would be. October twenty eighth. End of October, early November. Okay. Yeah, depending on the year, right? Sure. And if it's you play in week eight and then week nine, everybody has off or whatever. So, and I dropped out there for a second. So, did you guys touch on like how it's a 17 game season now? Yeah. And yeah, I did earlier how it would even out. Both teams would have eight home, eight away games. Yeah, I didn't even pay attention to that this year. Did the Packers have more home games or did they have more? No, our extra away game was against Kansas City. The AFC, the AFC got all the home games. So Uh, next year, in theory, it should be the NFC gets all the home games. Okay, that makes sense too. All right, I like Mike's idea. And that way it doesn't like affect playoff standings right so if i get an extra home game i win that extra home game and the lions did can we write like a letter to the commissioner send him the fucking clip that was like such a good idea (laughs) yeah no i thought that was great i thought mike was so he told us he had a spicy meatball about european cities (laughs) and i thought he was just gonna come on and just say how they all sucked ass yeah i was like i don't have enough background but every European city I've been in, I've played. Uh, to, so to be fair, I am just trying to make them better by putting the NFL in them, right? Yeah. No, I, I think that's great. Shit. My, yeah, mine doesn't even touch that great of an idea. My spicy meatball comes with an under for me. Is I'm not a huge fan of Facebook, but since we've been doing this, we had to be a little bit more active on Facebook. I'm sorry for the people who look for stuff on Facebook because we're not the greatest at putting stuff on Facebook. But with that, I'd kind of been away from it for a long time. And now I'm back. It's back on my phone. And I look at it more. And those advertisements for the games, they just captivate me too much. Like I waste way too much time like seeing how stupid this computer is to like try to make you to play the game so they play it wrong on purpose to make you be like no that's wrong and then you click on it and you try to play it and it works on me every single time like i never buy the game but i sit there and watch it and just get like over invested and pissed off at how stupid whoever is like doing it is doing it like there's a math game where these guys like run and there's like plus 50 minus 10 and you need to like run to the like plus 50 to get more guys. And then it'll come up like times three or plus 10. So obviously you're going to want to run to the times three instead of the plus 10, if you already have 50 and they just do the wrong thing on purpose to piss you off, to make you want to play the game. And I think that should be illegal. I think I've, the people who made those advertisements are fucking criminals that belong in jail. Have like you, that, that's that's what I got for one. Have you seen the basketball one where it's like 
you're doing the same thing as you're talking about, like kind of running down that bridge and you got to choose like to go left or right. There's a basketball one where you choose like a basketball, like career path. And like, it'd be like one side would be like practice dribbling. And then the other side would be like, go smoke a cigarette or like something bizarre. And they would just go like smoke a cigarette and then go to magic city. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. (laughs) Absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, So I actually agree with that. And I don't know if it's like, that I enjoy playing like games, like computer games or whatever, but I can't have any of that shit on my phone. If I have, if I start putting games on my phone, I will spend hours playing games. And it is like, I don't have time to fucking do that. See, I'm, I did that research for you guys. I've done that. I've added quite a few of these games and they just have like so many ads. Like every time mm-hmm. you do something, there'd be an ad. And then it like I just get so annoyed that that would drive me off. So yeah, I can't remember <laughs> the last time I've done it, but yeah, no, definitely I know what Riley's talking about, especially the games that I want to click on, those would be ad loaded. Uh jetpack joyride though, game is fire. Oh. Or temple <laughs> run. Temple <laughs> run's a good one. The last two that I was like heavily invested in was uh, I want to say it's Clash of the Titans, but I think it's Clash, Clash of the Clans. Clans. I remember. Yeah, I was I was invested in that one pretty good, and then Candy Crush when my daughter was born, so like eight years ago, I made it through like probably four hundred levels when I was at home with her. Um, this isn't on the phone, but on uh, Facebook Farmville. Do you guys remember that one? I yeah, do. I, I do. never my, got into that one. My oh my dad would like log on to all of our Facebooks just to do our farm. <laughs> so you'd have like five different Facebooks loaded with, and just nice. do it like once every other day and just load up everybody's farm bill. It was incredible. When, when you, you say that, think, I did what have do a you mobster. think you had all you kids for to work I, the farm. Exactly. <laughs> what were you saying, Mike? Uh, I had a mobster one that I think, mm. I don't remember what it was called, but I had that back in the day too. Yeah, it was like the exact same. I think as Farville. My dad okay. was hooked on that. Like you, like mobster level this, mobster level that. But whatever. And that's the other shitty part about it. It's just the same game, like re reloaded into like different. It's like Monopoly now. How there's like Harry Potter Monopoly. There's Packers Monopoly. There's whatever nba monopoly but but yeah i think the people who make the advertisements and play the game shitty should be in jail prison not even jail Whoa. go go say I'm hi serious. to john um i'll go next because uh, mine's pretty boring so you guys can on your spicy ones i just i don't even think the super bowl is worth attending anymore do you guys see the price tick or the tickets yeah, I think 4,500 was the average. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if like a normal fan, not a normal, yeah, a one lot of us. fans could Just say one of us. Yeah. So. Yeah. One of us. Like, no, you couldn't do that. Like, and I feel like it's just obviously in LA, you should kind of expect that with the new stadium and how expensive LA is. But I hopefully that's not a trend to come. But if it is, like, I feel like it's just not worth it at that point. Even no. I mean, even if the Packers played right here in AT and T, I don't even think I'd pay more than what, like, a couple hundred 
500, 600, 700 bucks. I don't know to watch them in a Super Bowl. So I think if I wasn't given like face value tickets or near face value or given for free, I wouldn't go to the Super Bowl. I think football is great. Like you go to a game and stuff, but like I think I would rather watch the Super Bowl on a TV. I think the way around it is if the Packers went to a Super Bowl, I would maybe find my way to make it to the same city that the Super Bowl was in for the party or to Green Bay, like for watch party type deals more so than I would go to the Super Bowl. But yeah, you're right. Like I wouldn't pay $4,500 like at my state in. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm in the same boat as that. I don't know what my max number would be for that. Right. So, yeah. I mean, so I've probably spent 250 on a ticket to go to a regular game, maybe yeah. more. So I don't know what that number would end up being for a Super Bowl. But I do believe that the NFL, like the overall NFL content is better on television. Yeah. Right. Especially if like you're not that great at breaking down plays and stuff like that, which I'm, I don't do. So like, I don't need to be able to see the whole field through the whole game. I think that the NFL has the best television product of all the major sports, which is why it progresses the way it does. Red zone is just, it'll change your life. (laughs) One Sunday on NFL red zone zone is is incredible. So price for me, I think I would cap it off at a thousand. I remember. So when the brewers were in the, uh, NL championship series. So Brewers, Packers, whatever, baseball, football. So apples to oranges here. But I was there with a couple of buddies in Milwaukee and we were watching uh, the Brewers play the Dodgers. And we were like, if they go to the World Series and we can get tickets for under a thousand bucks, we should do it. And I was fully on board, but I was loaded though too. So not, not loaded with money loaded with alcohol in my system so but it was a hard commitment i remember i was like i'm definitely doing it like if they if they win game seven we're gonna have tickets to the world series here did not go as planned in that one all right so i think that's a fair price right so the thousand bucks uh that wouldn't cause divorce more than a thousand bucks might i'd probably get screamed at still (laughs) I feel like it depends on where it's at too, like your yeah. airfare, like your hotel, if you need to get a hotel, stuff like that. Yep. And I think that's the thing that's cooler about like your baseballs and your basketballs mm-hmm. is like you get home games. So your home territory, like say if the you were there when the Bucks wrapped it up, like that would have been sick. I can't remember. Did they wrap it up? They wrapped that up at home, right? Yeah. Yep. So yep. Yeah, that would just, just like the party of a lifetime. Like, I think, yeah, I, I would pay $1,000 to be at definitely a um, clinching game. And then I would pay over 500 between 500 and 1000 to just be at a game in a seven-game series. So, yeah, Super Bowl, but like how we already touched – I think football is better on TV. I love going to Lambeau, but I don't the know. The only thing that isn't better is the atmosphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like 
you can create a pretty cool atmosphere. Pat and I used to do that for like Monday night games. We hang out outside and watch mm-hmm. games in the par- in the driveway on my projector. That was sweet. <laughs> in the like two degrees. Yeah, yeah, we have like the grill going. That was like the warmth. I remember yeah. we watched. Um, I think it was like Nebraska's welcome to the Big Ten ass whooping that the Badgers gave them out there. So I thought it was the Rose Bowl. I thought they lost one of the Rose Bowls we watched. Maybe we watched the Big Ten championship too. No, I I can't remember. It definitely wasn't the Big Ten championship. We might have done the Big Ten championship, I guess, as well. But like I remember, it was Nebraska's first game in the Big Ten was first the Badgers. And we we were outside watching it. But, yeah, if you do that, I, I think you're good to go. All right, from Spicy Meatballs, we are moving on to the Sundrop Challenge and Super Bowl summary. The Sundrop Challenge is over, and with the Rams beating the Bengals 23-20, to 20, it made things a lot more interesting than I thought it would be. Uh, we might have a debate here, but Riley is definitely out. Uh, Riley won outright with negative 70 bing bongs. So we were all <clears throat> not making money this playoffs. Uh, Mike came in second in the total bing bongs with negative 240, but he lost two weeks, which is the most amount of weeks lost. And I came in last in the total bing bongs with negative 270, but I only lost one week. So in my opinion, Mike and I both have to shotgun a sun drop, but I am open. I'm open for suggestions. Like, do you, do you get how that worked out last week, Mike? Cause it actually helped you the week before. And then. Yeah. I was going to say, because I benefited from the, the same rule. The week before, I think that. Yeah, no, I was pretty I, happy to. I was pretty yeah. happy to see that it happened before, because it's funny because yeah. the week before, so in the week the the Packers lost, so the divisional round, I had said we've never ran into this problem. Every time we picked the double dog, they either lost by, like didn't cover, or won outright. So like it was never a limbo of it. But anyways, I washed because I picked the Bengals as a double dog and the Bengals covered, but they didn't win. So I won a hundred for them covering. And then I lost a hundred for them not winning outright. So I was at zero and Mike picked the Rams. So he's negative one ten on the week. Yeah. So fucking four and a half points. Uh, so I don't, I don't think that it's a issue or a thing or okay. anything like that. Um, I got two of them. Oh yeah. So, and this is what we're going to do. This is for the people here. It's going to be, so there's going to be at least three sun drops shotgun. Since Riley is out of the competition and I couldn't get the special guest to come on this week. Riley is the judge. So he's going to tell us when to go. We're going to go. We're going to have them cracked. Like, like not cracked, but the hole is going to be there. So it's not going to be go and then we yeah. puncture the hole and 
So the hole is already going to be punctured. Punctured. Pretty smooth on my And then end. right on the top. <clears throat> and then you're going to want, yeah. So make the hole first. It doesn't matter overly. That's a little too. <laughs> you're going to give shot. Yeah, this is, this is going to be good. <laughs> Shit. Oh, oh good <laughs> hold it, hold the can up or tilt your computer better because that would have been good. It's like packs it. <laughs> you gotta puncture it, dude. Fuck me. there. You That's it? pretty good, Mike. Hold it yeah. up. It got all over me. Oh. Mm. All right. You guys ready? Yep. Yep. Ready, set, go. Pat wiped the floor with you, Mike. I know. That was <laughs> how did it taste though? I I really might drink like that from now on. <laughs> it ain't bad. Wake up, wake up every morning, shotgun one. Wake you up a little little bit. Wake oh, up. No. Put I a can't drip in. Shotgun I can't drink drop, these Start the day. All right. Here's number two. You guys ready? Oh yeah. <laughs> go on, go on. Whenever I don't need to. No, you're not doing one, right, Pat? No, I won. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like I can't hit it well. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're holding it like you need like you're a, like something sharper. I feel like, need, like I feel like you guys want me to poke it on the side, but I don't so know. This is what I do, Mike. So here, like right out in front of me, like the easy way to hit it. Like I don't give you do you're, like, like you're like trying to punch it like it's in front of you. So you're saying like harder. that, but I don't know how to hold it then, like where to put my hole at. I need to be able to just do it this way. Yeah, that's top. do it. I can't. It, it's going to spill everywhere, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and you're hit. Oh, that was pretty good. That was, good. Mike, that was really good. Oh, he's straight into it. Shit, I can't. Ah. <laughs> Ruined it. Paid up. I that was impressive. That. that was a good punch. Should have bought more. Fuck it. Yeah. So let's let's get into this Super Bowl. A pretty dang good game uh, as far as Super Bowls go. Uh, Rams took the early lead. I was scared there for a minute. Uh, Mixon's TD pass was pretty sweet. Whoever took Odell Beckham Jr. to win the MVP got screwed because that looked like once he got hurt, that was like, to me, that's when the game changed. It looked like they could cover up Cup, but obviously, as we've seen at the end of the game, when they just start forcing the ball to Cup, that's that's better than not using him at all. In-game, spicy meatball. 
if you are complaining about the ticky tacky call at the end of the game with the pass interference uh, that gave the Rams the extra opportunity, and you're forgetting about T. Higgins grabbing Ramsey by the face mask, tugging him by, catching the touchdown, I, I feel like you're biased. And I was biased until I went back and watched the game again. Like, I was like, okay, I definitely thought it was a bullshit pass interference call at the end of the game. But it was a pretty big miss on that Higgins touchdown that when he jerked Ramsey around. I think that's the problem. The problem is, is that they let that those plays go. And then they didn't let that play go. That's the issue. And for me, for me, and so like the more, the more I watch games, the more I see it. Like that was the NFL making sure it went down to the last drive. And they were just saying, we're going to let Joe Burrow win it or we're going to let him lose it. And that's it to some extent. Yeah. It's no, the same, the same as that Chargers. Like we want eyes on it till the end. The Chargers uh, Raiders one at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still like to think that there's not that going on, but I don't know. Like there's definitely a point there. There's something to look at there. Like at the end. And, and to be fair, like for the refs to make that call in that moment, right? It's not, it wasn't like a review play and they called the penalty. That's not what happened. So that would be pushing it too. But like that's what I see in my brain is I'm like, oh, this is the NFL, just making sure that it goes to the last drop. And because I mean, there were no penalties and then there were four on like the last four Rams plays or something. It was, yeah. it got ridiculous there during that end of that drive. And I think too, though, like if you look back at that penalty, he definitely had his hand like clasped, clasped, like had a, like a fistful of, I don't know. It almost looked like his fist was just on his back, but I mean, it looked like he was grabbing the Jersey from that ref standpoint, but, but anyways, like that penalty aside, and like you said, all the flags coming out late, pretty damn clean game played out pretty much. I think how people thought it was going to play out. Like looked like the Bengals offensive line at the beginning of the game was like, Oh, Hey, maybe they figured something out. But like, I mean, Burrow was getting rid of the ball very quick early, but that Rams defensive line ended up being to me, like the best unit on the field. And they definitely wrecked that game late. Cause even on the last drive, like fourth and one Burrow has to like throw the behind the back pass. Cause he's getting yeah. dragged to the ground. Yeah. The Rams had seven sacks, which I think is a Super Bowl record. So I feel like, I mean, the Bengals did a good job even to be in that spot, according to that statistic and having Odell go out. So I think the Bengals definitely did a good job, but in the long run, the Rams kind of had the players that were kind of built for this and kind of what like this team was made for. So, yeah, I think that the Rams defense was pretty ridiculous. And then the Bengals offensive line, if they don't spend draft picks on their offensive line this year, I'd be very surprised. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I was surprised last year. It worked out for them in the end. I think next year they're going to be gunned for really hard. 
they're not going to get a complacent game from anybody. So in order for them to continue to win, it'll be a lot tough. So my theory on that is like, obviously like what you just said, they're going out and they're getting offensive linemen. I think that is usually one of the safer positions in the draft to get guys that are competent to play in the NFL. Fairly Maybe they'll quickly. trade for Yash Neiman. There you go. Maybe they'll they also they have sixty million in cap space too, so they can make a splash in free agency. So yeah, and that's I think Riley texts that hit. I'm not gonna. I don't want to hang a homie out. But something about Joe Burrow never making another Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I just – sorry. I I just think this was going to be my spicy meatball. I don't I don't want to commit to this too early. I don't but think I just, you should. I, saying that Joe Burrow or saying somebody will be back to the Super Bowl is kind of – it's not ridiculous, but it's so much harder than you think. Obviously, with Aaron Rodgers, you'd think – by now, he would have been at least to another Super Bowl. What are some other examples? Mahomes. Uh, like Andrew Mahomes, like, Josh Allen. Mahomes Andrew, has been in two. Andrew. One, one, oh, lost. Yeah. yeah. Andrew Luck. I mean, to a point you thought before he retired early, he could at least so, have a chance at one. Uh, Josh Allen is widely considered a top five quarterback and has been to zero. Mm-hmm. Right? Peyton Manning. Um, after the uh, Super Bowl against the Bears, people thought he'd be back with the Colts, and Wait, that never he, happened. He went to one more with the Colts. To the Saints. To yeah, Denver. Right. Or, wait, yeah. It was the Saints. Saints it was the yeah. Saints, yeah. So I was thinking of that Super Bowl. They thought they'd be back with that team because they were kind of a Phillip, blooming Phillip. dynasty that never fully developed. Yep. Phillip Rivers never went to one. Mm-hmm. Um Big Ben, I think, only went to two. Yeah. No, because he won two. Once against the Packers, Seahawks. He beat Arizona and he beat Seattle. Arizona. Okay. In the Super But, yeah, what I'm saying is I just – I don't think you can rely on just a good quarterback being able to easily make it back to another Super Bowl. Like, I feel like a lot of pieces have to fall in place yeah. for that to happen. And I don't know what – I mean, you just broke news to me that they have $60 million in cap room. It looks like if they can keep that team semi put together with all the weapons, which all the weapons are pretty young. So my bold prediction would be it's going to be Buffalo in the Super Bowl next year. But I think the Bengals made it to a Super Bowl two years early. And I think in two years – Two years down the road, three years down the road, the Bengals are going to be like heavy favorites to start making it to Super Bowls on a consistent basis. Yeah, so, and I think it with that much cap space, it's so easy to kind of go like so heavy into free agency and spend all your money. But like they kind of got to obviously use it wisely. Like there's a lot of money you can use, but if you use it wisely, you can create a huge thing, but they could also go to shit just as quick. Well, so like one dude can wreck your uh, the culture of your team, right? So you bring in a, a wide receiver or a running back that starts pissing and moaning about the ball not coming his way enough. 
and there it goes. Or somebody that thinks that they should be starting on the offensive line and they're not, and they start talking with guys and things start going south, that wrecks teams all the time. Yeah. It's like the culture. And if you change it and you move it and things adjust in a bad way, you just never win again. And so maybe losing in the Super Bowl is the worst thing that could have happened to them because now you understand that it's not just given to you, right? That these things are pressure-packed moments and things don't just work out in the end. And so you start thinking like that while you're playing in those games. I, I don't I, – I mean – who knows if that's yeah, like yeah, you a can't. mental case. AFC's so stacked, too. Like, there's no telling what could happen. Yeah, To get no. through the AFC is going to be tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? So the Chiefs is tough. The Chiefs are tough. The Bills are tough. If Titans could be tough. If the Titans be keep, tough going forward. If the Titans keep Derrick Henry, right? So if he's 100% fully healthy and you don't give the ball to Deontay Foreman once, it's probably a different game. Not that Deontay Foreman's bad. Derrick Henry's better. Just yeah. be honest. To the point where the Bengals, I think the Bengals made the Super Bowl two years early. Like, I think what they did this year as like a team organization and whatever, they, they got something to hang their hats on. Like, I think if the Packers made it to the Super Bowl and lost, like, that's a failure. I think what the Bengals did is a great success and something to build on. And so, it looks like they don't have to pay Joe Burrow for two more years. So next year, I mean, obviously they're paying it, but they don't have to break the bank until two years down the road. So, yeah. And so like to be like, they got to get ready to break the bank though. They, they got to be preparing because they, they're obviously going to pay Joe Burrow. Yeah. Out the ass. That similar like thing happened with the Packers though. Right. So, Rodgers was in his third year starting when they won the Super Bowl, right? So he wasn't much different than Burrow. Now, Burrow did it right out of college where Rodgers didn't have to. And Rodgers collected his check before he did that, right? So he got paid decently after that first year. I don't know. Yeah. No, we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, my bold prediction is it's going to be either Buffalo or it's not even that bold. Buffalo or the Chiefs represent the AFC next year. But I think in two years, the Bengals are going to be the team that people are looking at like they're Buffalo or they're the Chiefs. Because that's one thing about this Super Bowl, I will say, is I don't think the best team from either side was in the Super Bowl. I'm more pissed that we beat both these teams. I mean, the Bengals, we got a little lucky with with the missed field goals, but we definitely – I feel like we're kicking ourselves because we we could beat both these teams, I feel like, any given day. So, But at that point in the season, the Bengals were still getting complacency games, games that people didn't come up pumped pumped to play, I think. And I the Packers were definitely like week 10, a big 11. That was the case of the team that plays to their opponent, like, like a little Mike McCarthy ish coached, like, towards the end. So, hopefully, they can recognize that and fix that. Like, hey, we got to go into every game 
granted they were winning those games until the playoffs came. So, all right. So with the football season done, we are going to do this year in review and we're going to come up. Everyone's going to have their top three moments from this year's football season. So we're going to let Mike go first, Riley go second. I'll go last on this one. So best three things of the football year. I had some stuff. So I thought one of the, one of the things I really looked forward to was um, after they got a tie, I was pumped that uh, there was a good possibility that the lions could go one 11 and one, and then they did it. So I was pretty happy about that. Um, All right. I think that's kind of unique. It's a rarity to go one 11 and one thought it was pretty, pretty cool that that happened. So. <laughs> All right. The, the lions going one 11 and one at one point. All right, Riley, what do you got? You certainly didn't steal mine. I I told you guys uh, this one in the group chat. Urban Meyer getting a little slippery with his fingers with the co-ed <laughs> <laughs> in a bar after a loss. Like it was yeah. honestly like that he didn't so, fly home with the team. Mm-hmm. It was it, yeah, like he. So I think that was his own bar in Columbus, Ohio. But like the whole. The whole thing, I thought that was made up. And then the video came out of like the girl just absolutely like it looked like like I'm just out of college. It looked like two college kids like grinding on each other, like at a frat party. Like it was absolutely incredible. The fact that he like I, I don't know how anybody took him serious after that, but that was definitely one of my like just favorite moments this NFL season and maybe probably any NFL moment ever. Like you couldn't write anything like that. Yeah. No. And I think the answer to the question is how you don't see how anybody could take them serious after that is they didn't like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like fair the, enough. <laughs> the whole urban Meyer experience in the NFL. Was this his second trip to the NFL? No, that's the first trip to the NFL. Yeah. That did not work out. But yeah, that was a wild ride. So not even just that, just all the stuff, like throwing players under the buses. That guy. Kicking his kicker. Yeah. A, like, a I don't, good kicker at that. That's the I think that's their franchise's leading score all time. Yeah. No, and I don't love, like, kicking someone when they're down. But, man, I do not like that guy. He just seems like an awful awful like person to be. they'd be like one of the last people in the public sphere like i'm sure there's worse people to hang out with but that would be like the last guy that would that i would know their name that i would want to hang out with if, if that makes sense overall <laughs> yeah like just <laughs> all around i think we're we're a little bit biased right being wisconsin fans and like him being no. the ohio state coach but you're not one I could, there are coaches that I could, from the Big Ten that I could hang out with. Oh, yeah. Like Michigan, um, Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Yeah. DJ Fusick sucks. That's beside the point, but keep going. Yeah. But, like, he might not be that bad to, like, hang out with. Who knows? But uh, Urban Meyer would not be interested. Yeah. Like, that. it's weird that he can get recruits like that when 
he seems like such that guy. I, I don't know. Seems like the guy that would like, yeah, just always hanging out to dry. Like, mm-hmm. but, but anyways, we'll move on from the Urban Meyer experience, which I think was a great answer. So when th- this was Riley's idea, so he has a bunch of great answers. I'm just pulling answers straight out of my butt. So my favorite part of this season is we found out why Carson Wentz is really good sometimes and pretty bad sometimes. And that's because he shits his pants. So that I, I like answered. that one because <laughs> he definitely had like a good team, like an amazing team, obviously, around him. Like he just needed to be like an average quarterback to take him to the playoffs. And oh, yeah, he pooped his pants that last game. Did he poop his pants in yeah. clown town? Yeah. Absolutely. So I get to go again. Number two, we got to talk to Chris Jackie, a Packers Hall of Famer on this podcast. That was pretty sweet. Got a good interview from a Packers Hall of Famer. I don't got much more to say about that, but apparently he did did call what was going to happen in the playoffs. Yeah. He said the special teams is going to screw him. Yeah. Future teller. Yeah. He told it like it was. I kind of, I've mentioned this in the Dusty interview. Like, I kind of like scoff. Not, maybe scoff might not be the best word, but like, didn't believe. I, yeah, like I was just like, no, they'll figure it out. They'll, they'll definitely. That's what out. I thought too. But yeah, definitely, I was wrong. Chris was very right, and man, he gave us like an hour and fifteen minutes. I don't know that it was that was cool. So that yep. was my number two. All right. Um, my number two, I think it has to be Aaron Rodgers yelling, I still own you to the Bears fans. With God, my current, you came up with good ones, right? With my yeah. current situation. No, Paige gave me that one. So my girlfriend, <laughs> Bears fan, obviously, I like brought her. I'm like, yeah, we're doing this list. She's like, oh, I already know your number one pick. I'm like, what? Like, I'm trying to think. She's like, Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, it's like him yelling, I still own you to the Bears fans. So I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I know that that just was like more symbolic to me. Yeah, it, it, it gave me a lot of hope for this season and for the Packers Bears rivalry overall. It was awesome. So, yeah, no. And that one, I think, is very like fun and close to the fans because like Sure, you have like players like that play in rivalries that they don't really know what the rivalry is. Like they didn't grow up in it, but it was cool to see like the leader of like the team that we've loved our whole life hates them, like probably more than we even do. Yeah. And we've been hating them our whole life. Cause he even made like, I think someone in the media asked him, kind of being a smart ass, like, about going to the Bears, and he's just like a dick about it. He's like, "Fuck no!" Like that's <laughs> that's never a place that I would go. Like that, and they're awful. Especially with the off season that he had, like he apparently didn't want to be with the Packers and all. Like the start he had with the Packers, and like not thinking he cared, and then that happened. Like that, like boosted me so much for the rest of the season. Yeah, it was great as a fan to see that hate Mm -hmm. was 
reciprocated because I I get that as like a player like I'm always surprised like I feel like Aaron Rodgers has done like a pretty good job too is like he's in Wisconsin you know he roots for the Bucks he shows up for Brewers games like I would think like if I was an athlete and I was like say a basketball player in Houston like I would be like yeah I'm a Packers fan like um, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna show up to Houston games to to make these people happy. All right, Mike, you got two and three. All right, so and this is like maybe there's more games that ended like this, but that Bills Chiefs playoff game that was like a highlight of the season for me. That that game, I wish would have been honestly like if the Packers don't make the Super Bowl. I wish that would have been like the Super Bowl game. Yeah. Like, like I mean it, yeah, if it could have been. And I like defenses. I like the way the Rams played and that they were sacking Burrow a lot. And uh that the Bengals had a couple picks in that game. That was a like a really cool offensive display between those two teams. Yeah. I kind of like the Bills. I'm disappointed that they lost, but I think that was a and then I think that was the game that they gave him 13 seconds and he got down to the field goal position. Yeah. Which is a, like, I thought you'd have to have at least 28, mm-hmm. right? I don't know, 30. I didn't think it was possible to get much lower than what Rodgers did with the 39 against San Francisco. Yeah. No, that was an all time game. I think it would have been sweet if, I mean, obviously the Chiefs and the Bills can't play in the Super Bowl. Definitely rivaled the the best game I've ever seen, which I will still say is uh, the Rose Bowl with USC and Texas with with Vince Young going against Matt Liner and Reggie Bush and that crew. That game was amazing. Like I thought, I had the recency bias after after seeing that Buffalo Chief game in the playoff, Buffalo versus Chiefs game in the playoffs, but. It was definitely on par with that game. Like, like I said, when we saw it, like Josh Allen was reminding me of like it was Vince Young at Texas, just willing his team to win. But then Patrick yeah, Mahomes, doesn't get- <laughs> yeah, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> it willed his team even more. So, well, and he just didn't get the break, right? So he didn't get the coin flip. Yeah. Do the, do the Chiefs stop him? They could, but I don't know that. Not the way the rest of that game played out. No, you know? no one was getting stopped. At the it didn't end look like game. it. Uh, and so, and then I think my final one, which is kind of corny, I guess, but starting the podcast, right? So I think that that, like, for me, like, kind of changed the way I watch games and the way I, like, pay attention to the league and that kind of stuff. I think this is, that's a, maybe not a pretty cool NFL moment, but it's a pretty cool moment for me, right? Yeah, but, no. Pretty cool. I've been having a blast. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys, like, I don't know if you guys are like genuine about having a blast while we do it, but like, I love it. I love being able to sit down with this stuff. So I appreciate it, Pat. This is all you. So, and for me, it gives me, I was telling Pat this, like, it, like down here, I have no one to watch like Wisconsin sports. So I kind of like didn't know. I've tuned into Packer games, but like the Badger games, I had Pat Bucks games, I'd be iffy. But now it like gives me a reason to, and I get to talk sports and screw on with you guys. So yeah, I totally agree with you with that one. 
You guys are going to make me cry. Yeah, but, uh, but no, honestly, that, that is why I, like, I was sitting around and I was like, I, I just miss being as invested as I was. Like, I miss like having more of a reason and a pull to, to watch as many games as I do. Cause granted, I don't catch them live. Like we're filming during, uh, Wisconsin going up 72 to 69 in the, in the game right now that. versus Indiana which I'm going to go back and rewatch that game. But I used to not go back and rewatch that game. Like now I will go back, rewatch that game. I used to be good with the final score. I used to never be good with that. Like I couldn't not watch anything live. If the Badgers were on, that's what I was doing that night. And I just missed having that feeling. So, So I'm glad. I'm glad you guys had that too. We're on to Riley. Or are you done? No, I have my last one. Um, mine's not as sentimental as you guys. <laughs> um, but I think uh, Antonio Brown's New York Jets whole thing was just like such like a mind blowing, like headline grabbing thing that like you can't talk about this NFL season without talking about that. Like that That's was crazy. so wild. I like I remember yeah. watching it live on red zone and they like pan over to that game and they're like we have a uh, antonio brown just like no pads on running off the field and he's gone <laughs> like it's like no one knew what was going on so and it was the birth of many memes on twitter and i feel like being the 24 year old young one in the group i had to make it about social media full circle but i just thought that was such a funny I don't want to glorify it if it's something like something CT. Yeah, but like I just like mental. Yeah, but I just thought it was such a like a crazy thing to see in an NFL game. But. No, and I mean there's been plenty of crazy players in the NFL that haven't done anything like that. So yeah. you guys would have been pretty young, but the day before the Super Bowl or the day of the Super Bowl, like a Pro Bowl center for the Raiders fucking bailed. Okay. Just stopped like went like no contact with the team and missed the Tampa Bay Raiders uh, hmm. Super Bowl. Oh, see, and I wasn't too young for that. I don't remember that off the top of my head, but I loved that Super Bowl. Yes, right. but with like, that Buccaneers team. Yeah, the Raiders, like there's they're like, I want to say he was a Pro Bowl, like super good and just couldn't handle the pressure of what the Super Bowl was bringing. And so he wasn't in the game and did that stuff. And then there's plenty of crazy guys that don't risk their career at all. So they do things that are crazy, but it's never like risking their career. Where Antonio, trying to figure figure out who this. I think it was Robbins. Yeah, Barrett Robbins disappeared before the Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah, good call. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, so I don't recall that that happened. But and I don't even think that they made like huge news about it. I remember I'm talking about it. But I don't remember them like losing their mind about it. That's you know interesting. Because I mean? yeah. yeah, I mean, if I knew I had to go against Warren Sapp and Simeon <laughs> Rice and and that shit, maybe I'd bail too. So I don't even blame the guy. But yeah, with uh, the uh, Antonio Brown thing, like the Buccaneers lost to the Rams, the Super Bowl champion Rams, twenty-seven to thirty without Antonio Brown. I mean that that was big. <laughs> Like not, not having him. So, so there's a real argument to be made that Brown's the best wide receiver on that team. 
he doesn't have the best headspace for a wide receiver on that team, but like physical talent wise, he might be the best on that team. Mike Evans is very good. Godwin's very good, but Antonio Brown, when he is like clicking is ridiculously good. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, and, and I was even thinking, sorry, something's going on in my headphones. You guys keep talking. I have some runner ups. If, if you want me to say them, because I don't think Pat will have the same. Steal one, uh, Pat, if it's real good. But, yeah, go ahead. All right. I'll, I'll say uh, th- maybe four of them. Three of them, for sure. Aaron Rodgers, funny face against the Cardinals when he got sacked. Yeah. That was yeah. that was awesome. That was hilarious. Preseason, when uh, the story that came out that Jamar Chase couldn't catch a football or something like that. That was that seems like a very crazy story. Now, yeah, right? that was that was pretty wild. Uh week 18, Raiders versus Chargers, the game that could have ended the tie and almost did end in a tie that could see both teams in the playoffs. I thought that was pretty uh unusual for the NFL. I don't think many opportunities come like that. It, and that game went into overtime, right? Yep, yep. It ended with a it, I think a field goal. Yeah, with um, time expiring. Ex- expiring, yep. Those are my runner-ups. But no, you did good. Ahead. So I think I beat all of your runner-ups with my last pick. Tom Brady's gone. Don't have to worry about that That sucker anymore. So, I had Adam Scheffner ruining Brady's retirement, but yeah. I didn't say that. All right, you crushed that segment. Um, uh, so I got one more that we missed, I think. COVID toe. Fucking Rogers, oh, yeah, immunized COVID toe. Like, I was gonna say, immunized, and then he wins the MVP. But that will wrap up the football moments of the year. So, we're gonna shift gears to the Wisconsin minute. I think we'll start with Badgers, go Marquette, and let Riley wrap it up with Bucks in 60 seconds. So, Badgers game here. Uh, which we'll recap better when we get to rewatch it. Uh, Badgers just beat Indiana 74 to 69. Did not see shit from that game, but Johnny Davis looks like he went off, scored 30 points, 12 rebounds, one assist. They hit their free throws tonight, boys, 22 from 29 from the free throw line. So that's just looking at the box score. That's a, that's a positive because they've been going down in that so all right so we're gonna head over to east lansing to start out the badgers uh wisconsin played pretty well in this game pretty much having the lead uh the whole time uh with johnny davis not really showing up till the last 10 minutes in the second half i would say they did pretty well when he did turn it on though he took the game over uh put it out of reach so Johnny Davis right there is going to get my BJ with 25 points, six rebounds, and three assists. And then the next game we had was Saturday, February 12th, where Rutgers came into Madison and showed us who was boss in that game. Uh, Felt like Rutgers was in control of the game pretty much the whole time. Even with Wisconsin having some leads late in the game, it looked like Rutgers just wanted it more. Um, they're kind of on a heater right now for as far as Rutgers things go, uh, winning three games in a row against top 25 opponents. 
And I seen them play Michigan State and they looked like they were real. Honestly, after watching Rutgers play two games in a row, I think my dumb brain, if I see them make the tournament, I'm going to give them a win or two. Uh, Rutgers? Yeah. In that game, my BJ is going out to Rutgers. Paul Mulkey, I think, is that how you'd say it? Mulkey. Uh, running the show, 18 points, five rebounds, five assists. Um, and that was it for the Badgers. So the Badgers went one and one, um, now two and one after beating Indiana. So we'll roll to Marquette, which Marquette kind of had some tough luck. Uh, kind of took a nosedive since we started talking to them, but we're talking about them. Granted, they played two very hungry teams. So UConn on last Tuesday was coming off two losses. Um, number 24 team in the country looking to get it right. And they sure did. The main thing with that game, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go for it. The, the main, I think, I mean, Marquette was the better team. They almost doubled us on rebounds, though, overall. They had 43 rebounds to our 22, 22 excuse me, which obviously you can't expect to win any basketball game with that. So hopefully that, if they turn that around, that will be a difference maker. Yeah, to me, it seemed like Marquette played pretty well. But yeah, UConn coming off two losses, wanted it more. And I had that uh, UConn crushed them on the boards. 46 to 27. What did you say it was? I said 43 22, but I'm we might be going off. I'm going off the score app, so you might be on ESPN or something else. Okay, well, but yeah, whatever. You kind of crush them on the boards. They're big dude. Uh, Adama Sango. I should probably learn how to say these names before I say them. Uh, definitely heard the announcer saying his name a lot. I can't even remember how to say it. Uh, he gets the BJ. He had 24 points and 15 rebounds. They had another guy on the team too that also got 15 rebounds. So like Riley said, that, that was big there is Marquette got the shit beat out of them on the boards. And then the Marquette game Saturday, February 12th, Butler was on, I think a three game losing streak. They're playing in Indianapolis and off the bat, Butler just looked like they couldn't miss. Marquette couldn't hit shit to start. But yeah, late in the game, Marquette, scrappy team. I think they dropped out of the top 25. I don't they, think. What's they that? were first in, or they had the most of the receiving votes. So I call so them 26th. Like, call them 26th. 26th, yeah. And then I think when I was looking at bracketology, I don't know if this is what you're going to bring up. They are projected seven seed and Wisconsin's maybe a six. I think. I don't know from watching these two games. I know Wisconsin did beat Michigan state. I think Michigan state is a little overrated. Um, They just got beat by Penn state tonight. So I think Michigan state's going to be dropping out of the top 25. But anyways, just from watching, the Badgers play two games. Marquette play two games. Marquette looks like the better team to me from, from that two-game stretch. Because like I said, Marquette was coming in to play some pretty hungry teams. I do think Rutgers 
is better than their record. And I think, I think you'll see that down the stretch. But anyways, Marquette goes 0-2, and, and the Badgers go 1-1. One and, one. and now we will go to Bucks in 60 seconds with Riley. And a lot of shit happened in the NBA. So I don't know if you can catch us up on the whole NBA. I know that's a lot of responsibility to put right on your yeah. shoulders. But. Yeah, there, there's quite a bit that happened in the past week. Like I said, I think I said they're – I'm guessing the Bucks would make a trade before the deadline, and they did. They were involved in a four-team trade last week. Uh, we shipped out our first-round draft pick from 2018 to the Sacramento Kings, who is Devontae DiVincenzo. I can't say his last name. And then we signed, or we also sent free agent signings Rodney Hood and Semi OG. I can't say his last name, Ajal. Give me, give me a, yeah, yeah. We sent them to the Clippers in return for veteran Sergi Baca. I think this was probably a pretty good trade. Um, we definitely needed another big since Brooke Lopez has been out. We also got Detroit's second-round picks for 2023 and 2024. So for what that's worth, that's what we got. We had, including today, I think we had three or four games that happened the past week, pretty busy week. We finished up our West Coast road trip by beating the Lakers by 15 and then losing to the Suns. But I'll kind of start on the Lakers game. Uh, Giannis had 44 points, 14 rebounds. Bobby Portis continued to stay hot on the West Coast with 23 points, including five three-pointers. Then, like I said, we ended kind of on a sour note in an NBA rematch against the Suns. The Suns kind of NBA Finals rematch. Gotcha. What did I say? Just a rematch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good call. NBA Finals rematch. Um, The Suns kind of dominated most of the game. They held Giannis to 18 points. Both Middleton and Holiday had 21 points. And the Suns. They didn't have one guy. I mean, they might have had one guy that really stood out, but they had seven guys scoring in double digits. They kind of dominated us, dominated us in all all areas of the game. Uh, they beat us by the score of one hundred seven to one thirty one. Yeah. And then, no, yeah, they like everything was clicking for them. I went back and watched that before the show. Chris Paul had nineteen assists, yeah. and then Aiden was a monster. Sorry. Yeah. But no. Uh, yeah. Thank you. That's who that. I would toss my BJ out. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't do my homework. I didn't give any BJs out <laughs> at all. Um, the Bucks returned home from their West Coast road trip, uh, but continued to struggle. Giannis didn't play. I think it was ankle soreness. Um, but Sergi Baca got his debut and started actually, but he didn't have much of an impact. He had six points. And seven rebounds in 31 minutes. And we lost 107 to 122. And then tonight, kind of as we're recording, I don't have as much on it, but we beat the Pacers. Um, check it. It was 128 to 119. Giannis had 50 points and 14 rebounds. So it looked like I'd give a BJ out to Giannis that game. <laughs> he gets lots of BJs. <laughs> the uh, Bucks return home on a 
four-game homestand against the Sixers and the Nets, who had that trade between Harden and Ben Simmons. So those two games will be interesting. We also play the Hornets, who've kind of had our number all year, and the Miami Heat, who seem to always have our number as well. So hopefully we take advantage of the home crowd. And then something else that is kind of of note, Pat Connington is out for a month with a fractured finger just had surgery on it yeah for sure that'll be big but yeah with those games coming up we'll definitely see where the bucks stand because we're at home you know miami's the first place team Mm -hmm. i feel like the sixers are right up there do you know where they sit like second or third with the bucks Mm -hmm. anyways tops Yeah, so we'll play the first-place team in the Heat. The Sixers are a game ahead of us in fourth place. We're in fifth place, and then the Nets are in eighth place. But, I mean, are still – they still have, you know, Kevin Durant, but they're still a good team. Yeah, if you have Durant, you're, you're doing well. All right, that will wrap up Bucks in six. D seconds and we're gonna finish this episode with our newest segment to leave you guys with something to think about if you're driving in a car or doing whatever so we have the hypothetical question of the week are you guys ready for this ready so would you rather eat a shit sandwich or drink a gallon of piss drink the piss Drink the not even a real question. Like, I think that's a fairly easy one. <laughs> I mean, Bear girls did it for a living. <laughs> so what if it's a dog shit sandwich and you can uh, put whatever you want for toppings on the dog shit sandwich? A gallon of piss? I thought that would be kind of hard. I don't think it's going to be easy. I mean, holy cow, man. But uh, shit's a different thing than piss. You know what I mean? I feel like feel like piss like, might taste bad or whatever, but shit, like, I feel like it's going to get you actually sick. Yeah, that's – like, even, like, there was a time, like, right when I first got Donnie, my dog, I would pick up his shit. <laughs> like going outside and I just be gagging. <laughs> like I don't know what it is about shit, but I just I to be fair though, it must be doable. Um, not the dog who passed away recently, but the the dog who passed away a while ago, he uh he eat his own shit like every fucking day. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, so it must be doable. I just I think I'd much rather drink piss. Well, how about you, Pat? Where are you falling on this? Yeah, it's it's piss across the board. I'm I'm kind of disappointed that that can I throw uh, can I throw one in then to make yeah. it all right let's make I, it harder. I, I think I sent it to you over text. This is a pretty common one. I'll spice it up next week if you need help, Pat. Would you rather <laughs> face one duck-sized horse or fifty horse-sized ducks? Fifty horse-sized ducks. Really. I think so, because you like just kick them. <laughs> fifty? No, it's fifty. It's fifty uh, 
duck-sized horses, right? No. No, yeah, you're getting it backwards. So it's one duck the size of a horse. Or That's what I just 50, said. No, 50, I think you said it backwards. 50 yeah. horses the size of a duck. Yeah. Or one duck the size of a horse. Yeah. I think I would I think. do one duck the size of a horse, though. Like, I feel yeah. like you just give it, you know, one good hit with something and it's done. But when you have 50 horse-sized or duck-sized horses, you're kind of just stuck with like a nuisance of 50 things you got to take, you know, take care of. So I think I'll even be more controversial. I think I would rather face 50 horses that were the size of a duck than 50 ducks that are duck sizes. Like, I, I like think... That. I like that. <laughs> like, I think... Ducks are, ducks are like, more I think of a 50, Yeah, like, I think 50 ducks has a better chance at killing me than 50 horses that are the size of a duck. But what about yeah. one big duck? Yeah, so I wouldn't mess with the duck. Like, I'll take the horse. I'll take the 50 horses. Because I, I feel like if there was horses the size of ducks, snapping their necks is not going to be a problem for me. And to be fair, when horses break their leg, they're like that. Yeah. You got to so, kill. That is your answer. <laughs> so, so Riley, where are you going? I think I dissuade Riley's opinion. I still think one duck-sized or one horse-sized duck. Because, I mean. I wouldn't even fight I a guess horse the size of a horse. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but the horse doesn't. <laughs> like, I think I, that's, I don't know what part of the That's the, the thing that's duck. tough about it. Yeah, like, I don't know where it's split. Because if it's just the big face of a duck. And like just kind of waddles like a duck, but it's like a size of a horse. I feel like it'd be pretty easy to take out. But if it's like as powerful as a horse, you know, I'm yeah, I should have looked into that more. No, I just don't assume that the little mini horses are gonna have the power of like a full-size horse. Like I think you should take it for what it is. Like if you supersize a duck. It's going to have the duck's abilities. Like, it's going to be able to fly. It's, it's way more of a nuisance than 50, 50 little. Yeah, you just swayed me right there. I, I, I didn't want to sway my opinion, but, yeah. No, that's a good point. A yeah, good point. no, I think that duck would be a menace. Like, that <laughs> big-ass duck. Demon. But, like, I think the easy answer to that question, I don't think I could beat up a horse the size of a horse. Oh, But, yeah, I don't know. Mike, what do you got? Yeah, I don't think that I could beat up, maybe if it's, like, a small horse, (laughs) right? So, like, riding horses are a little bit smaller. But, like, a a Clydesdale or a Belgian, (laughs) like, something like that. Don't think so. And I think like the muscle mass would be similar, right? Between a uh, a horse-sized duck and a horse, right? So the muscle it takes would be similar. I think ducks are just in general more ferocious. I think most large birds are like geese or turkeys. Oh yeah, geese are assholes. Chickens are kind of assholes too. I think like those types of things, they're like horses are kind of docile. 
they're like just slightly more amped up than cows. So I think you take on the horses. Yeah. That are small. Who do you think would win in a fight? Uh, a duck the size of a horse or a horse the size of a horse? I think the horse would, because I don't think the duck has any real weapons where the horse has his feet and they are deadly. Yeah. Okay. We'll end it on that. As always, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate the support. I think we're we're averaging right around 40. I think each of us usually mark for one of that. So right around 37. So you're a pretty special crew if uh if you are tuning in. We're trying to do some new stuff. If you guys have any suggestions, I think most of you that are listening could either text one of us. If not, our email is at banging on the drum or banging on the drum at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at banging underscore drum. And then we are on Facebook with banging on the drum. So hit us up there. Uh, let us know what you like, what you don't like. Tell us we suck. Tell us, tell us you like what we're doing. We're we're gonna tr- yeah, we're gonna try some new things. So coming into the football offseason think we're going to have some fun experimenting but yes thank you for listening all right so i have a new idea you guys all have those old phones sitting in your drawers go download the podcast on those and play it on those right on your wi-fi or whatever (laughs) so if you that way you don't have to hurt anybody's feelings by stealing their phone think they're like check you're checking up on them or something just grab your old phone out Download the podcast on there. We'll feel better about it. Doesn't really matter. We don't get like paid by the number of like listeners or nothing. It would just make us feel better about life. So uh, that's the new that's the new attempt at getting more listeners is just cheating our way to them. But I'm cool with that. Uh, but like I said, uh, this has been fucking awesome. I really enjoy doing it. We're gonna keep doing it. Thank you guys, everybody that listens. I guess I would still be willing to do it even if we didn't have, even if we were just the only three that did listen. So, but we appreciate the listeners. Thank you guys for hanging out, listening to us. We know we're idiots sometimes, but we try to have fun. Riley, you get to kick it to the outro again. Say what you want yeah. and kick it to the outro. We'll see yeah, if Riley's just, uh, learned by now. Just uh, ditto to what they both said. Um, we really enjoyed doing it, even if it was to just us three. So thank you guys for all that. But uh, for all you Packer. We're cutting this. You got to get it right this time. It's all you well, suckers. Okay, well, all you all suckers you, that doubted the Packers. All you suckers that doubted the Packers can eat shorts. Say it with conviction. No, I know. I just wanted to make sure that was it. Yeah. All right. For all you suck, fuck me. What was it? All you, all, all you suckers, suckers that, that doubted, doubted, the, doubted pack. the Packers. Okay. All you suckers that doubted the Packers can eat shorts. Eat our Kick shorts. It. Hit it. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't. Eat my shows.
beat them. All them suckers that doubted the past king. Eat my shows. Eat my shows.